be like myself anymore I'm like a lost key in the kitchen drawer Just waiting for someone to show me to the door Hey up, my name's Ben, and welcome back to File 48 of the YYY Files. This is the B-side, so go back and listen to the A-side if you haven't heard the first half of this interview with Chris Brammer. Now, I've got two things you probably want me to clear up. The first is that, obviously, this interview, the, the second part of this interview, did not go live last week, as you'll hear me and Chris rescheduled the second recording of this podcast, so... You had a little bit of a fill-in last week, and I might do that sort of thing again should I have a break in people to interview. Um, Hopefully you you enjoyed that, if you did listen. Uh, But now, this is what you were expecting, I assume, and I hope it's worth a wait. I certainly thought it was worth a wait. I had a great chat with him. Such a great chat with him that the second thing I must clear up is that um, if you've seen on Twitter, you'll know that I recorded... I think another 160 minutes with Chris on top of uh, what we recorded for the A-side. Now, because of that, I've broken this second half into two parts. So you're going to have a B-side and a C-side. The B-side is basically going to be as far as FC uh, because we spend a while talking about his favourite players. And then the C-side is going to be what what Stoke's like for him in the current day and with him doing what he does and the history that he's got following Stoke there's a lot to talk about so I didn't want to cut any out I wanted to make sure that we got everything in because you guys reacted so well to the first part of this interview hopefully giving you as much as we can we both had a great time chatting to one another that yeah hopefully you guys enjoy what else we have to say but of course don't forget that you can be on the show just like Chris by heading to the yyyfiles.com. All the links you need to get that done are in the podcast description. Let's jump back in and pick up where we left off. Hey up and welcome back to File 48, in which we're talking to Chris. It's been a fortnight, mate, since we last recorded. We were meant to record last week, but we, we decided to delay it. I since have been to two Stoke games, uh, one recent enough that my throat and my voice is still pretty <laughs> hoarse, <laughs> so I sound completely different to the last one. Um, how are you? Yeah, yeah, all right. Football is well and truly back. Yes. And it's as exciting as ever <laughs> with glorious nil-nils against Birmingham. <laughs> Brill, I love it. It's, it's what you pay £35 for, isn't it? 35 quid. I know. Like, Oh, man. We won't even get on to it because people have covered that to death. <laughs> and I'd be a bit of a hypocrite if I said 35 quid's too much and then I'd pay to go. But... <laughs> no, no. It's. It, I mean, it, you, can, you can think that it's too much, but then be like, but I also really want to see the team but I wish I hadn't paid £35. Yeah, this is true. I'm I'm trying to think of an analogy. Like, I don't know. Maybe <laughs> I think Stoke are bad, but I still support them anyway. That's a exactly. crap analogy considering, but there we are. <laughs> um, anyway, Chris, mm. two weeks ago, I asked you a break question, and I don't even know if you've remembered I remembered it. it. You, no, you I have. Do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Excellent, yeah. excellent. Yeah. So... For anybody that hasn't listened to the first half, one, go back and do so because some of this might not make sense otherwise. Two, (laughs) um, if you haven't listened and you've just decided to ignore what I just said, uh, I asked Chris a break question and I asked him not to give his answer until we start recording now. Um, So we'll see what he's come up with. The question was, Chris, you've hosted a football podcast for the last six years still but it's not been on Stoke. Which team would you have liked it to have been if Stoke wasn't an option? So, so I decided that with this, with this answer, we, we would keep it within the realms of the, of English football. Okay. Because I figured like, uh, I'd love to have done a podcast on like, I don't know, Dortmund or something, but like, people would then really call me a football hipster and I'm not ready for that. <laughs> so I, but I thought, right, well in that, in this period of time, who would have been really fun to cover? Mm. And I think the only answer is Leicester city. 
That is very true, actually. Like, you yes. think of how... Since we started the podcast in, what, 2016, 15, mm. whatever, like, they've had some pretty good times. I was going to say. It's got to be said. Because what would the first season have been? Did they win the league in that first year? Or did uh, they stay they... I think they won it. No, did they say I don't know. They won it in the, on... On the, they have, I've got the Wikipedia page up. Don't you worry. They <laughs> they they won it on the twenty fifteen sixteen season. Okay, so that is I think that's when we. I think started you started it. just at the end, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. yeah so we would have started oh, just to cover Premier League winning, <laughs> and then unlike the yeah, and then unlike Wizards of Drivel, where from that moment everything's gone downhill. Like you know, the, the highs of the winning the Premier League haven't happened yet again for them but they're mm. building a pretty good team they've won the fa cup they're definitely a team who are going places it mm. feels so you, you imagine the excitement the excitement of uh following following that team i mean it it's weird because since they won that premier league and i know they got very far in the champions league but then they had that season of what the hell happened? Yeah. Ranieri went after 20 games. Yeah. And then they've almost had to start again because Kante left, Mares left. The core yeah. of the team went. Who God, th- yeah. retired and whatever I mean, else. You, you look at, like, so so it's saying here that they're, they're starting, their usual starting 11, Schmeichel in goal, yep. Uh, Morgan and Huth at centre-back. Well, they're not there. Mm. Danny Simpson and uh, who was it at left-back? Oh, Christian Fuchs. Drinkwater and Kante in midfield. They're gone. Gone to Chelsea, uh, both of them. Yeah. Um, Albrighton on the right. He is still with them, I think. I think so, just sparingly, yeah. But then Mares on the left. Well, no, well, no, no. He's mm. He is gone. Um, and then uh, Okazaki and Vardy up front. And wow. Like, that team has really changed over that time. I think their team is better now than that starting 11 which is weird because they've not won the Premier League mm. but they're certainly one of those teams that you they're a team that I look at and I'm like ah oh, they've I'm jealous of how they've done me too they, me too I don't particularly like them because of that <laughs> but no. they're they're like uh, I like an underdog but they're yeah. good enough for me now that they're not an underdog Under, anymore yeah, yeah in most in most fixtures they're they're not like it was good for them i, I like them winning the fa cup yes but it's yeah they're definitely a team i look at and i'm annoyed that we are not that team but then, yeah because i don't think we're in terms of a club of that size for when we were both in the premier league i wouldn't have said that Leicester were a, like, they're not a, they're not a big club are they like they're comparable no. to us at one point mm. not now but like especially when we were in yeah when we were in the Premier League together and they came up yes you know, they're not um yeah they're not a massive a massive club so the comparisons are there at least well I I think so anyway I I'd like I'd like to think that one day we can aspire to be like Leicester even if it's just in my imagination. Well, I the thing is they made so many decisions, good decisions off yeah. the pitch. Whether that be for the playing staff and whatnot or 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 just being nice to your fans. They've done a lot yeah. for them as well and, yeah. and they've done a lot for the area too, so fair play That's to it. them. Like yeah. And then we look back and we sign Kevin Women. <laughs> I <laughs> and know. Shane, no, not Shane Duffy. Is it Sh- no Mark Duffy? I would say Mark, yeah. Yeah, someone brought that up the other day on 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 Twitter and like said, "Oh, do you remember we signed Mark Duffy?" And I'd, I'd genuinely forgotten. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Oh. That we we didn't. Yeah, we've we did uh, a bad. We did a few bads. There has been some decisions that um, are questionable. <laughs> In, in the last few years for Stoke City, let's say. You've covered God, a fair yeah. few of them. If we did, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Scott o, Cameron Carter-Vickers, remember oh, him? Oh, my God. It, Martina. Yeah, um, Martina. Yeah. Hesse. Yeah. Ashley Williams. Yeah, Ashley Williams. Um, let me think. I mean, anyone that's worth any sort of money that we've signed was a bad decision, mm-hmm. pretty much. That's, yeah, yeah. Oh man, we've had some interesting. We're talking because we obviously on this weekend's podcast we had Zach the American, mm. which is his official title. <laughs> um, but like, um, we've had some f- 
bizarre signings. Like, do you remember when we signed Morris Edu? Oh, yeah. That was weird, wasn't it? Which I'm pretty sure we signed him just to be friends with Jeff Cameron. Probably, and, yes. And Breck Shea. Yes, we were building, like, this <laughs> core of Americans. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we signed I- Ida Johnson at one point. <laughs> we what, did. What was that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Michael Owen scored for us once. <laughs> he scored one goal. Yeah. Oh, that was so worth it. Yeah. God, that was a weird time, wasn't it? I remember being really excited about Michael Owen signing for us. I know. And I, I don't know why I was. I, he's he's the only player for me still of which I had the name on the back of my shirt. It really? Oh wow! Yeah. I've had I've had a few to be fair. So <laughs> go on. <laughs> God, what what was that? Who was the last Stoke player I had on a shirt? I had I had Munyaza on the back of a shirt because I thought he was the nicest man in the fine. world. Yeah. More actually, in terms of football shirts, it's more players from other clubs. Like if I have other football shirts, it's. <laughs> uh-huh. So, like, I have a, a Dinamo Kiev shirt with Shevchenko on the back. Oh, nice. Yeah. So that's, you know, some of them are... You, it makes sense. I don't usually like getting a name on the back because I'm 31 years old. And, <laughs> I, 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 I'm not... Yeah, you know, like, I think people... It's just... Yeah. I don't know. But, but those... Some, I mean, that's an old shirt now. But. It is. And to be fair, I've seen some worse customised shirts that aren't necessarily names <laughs> on the back. Some of the Arsenal ones are normally particularly bad. Yes. <laughs> anyway, yeah, anyway, it's not for me. Anyway, yes, fo- yes. Stoke Podcast. City, what happened? Um, we're 10 minutes in, sorry everyone. Mm. Um, speaking of players then, should we just do your Files FC? Yeah, go okay. on, let's, let's play. Right, so, it's a while since I've recorded one of these, so <laughs> people might have forgot what this is. Possibly not. Um, Chris, this is your ultimate Stoke team of past or present. Ideally... Mm. This is going to be one goalkeeper and then two each of centre-back, full-back, midfielder, winger and striker. I don't care if you've gone three-five-two like Tom Thoreau probably <laughs> did back in file three. I don't remember. Um, but if you could give a reason for each player that you have picked, that's yeah. great. Um, no, no, I was going to say I, I've I've not... Because, oh, Tom, oh, I'm going to change the formation. No, I have... I stuck to the instructions. You stuck to the rules. Then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, good man. And and as a and as a result, it is the most four four two team in the world. <laughs> I can tell what era this is going to be. So anyone that is in this team is going to get a vote, and that goes towards the files eleven, which is the amalgamated files FC, which you can find on the website. I imagine, judging by what you've just said, um, they're going to be some popular names in this starting eleven. Um, you can <laughs> nominate some subs if you want to, but they're just honourable mentions. So. I can tell you're eager to get going, so I'm going to let you get yeah. going. And I'm going to ask okay. you to start with your goalkeeper, please, mate. Okay. Okay, yes. So, in goal, I went for the formidable Thomas Sorensen. I mean, he, he kind of symbolises that Premier League uh, coming up for me. He he was he was a player who... Um, well, we signed him when we, when we got to the Premier League, didn't we? Mm-hmm. Um, and he... I don't know, like, he just seemed to be really, really, really good. Mm. Um, like, I can, I can definitely think back in that, back in that time when we really were scrapping for results, um, he saved us on, on numerous occasions. My lasting memory is it like, what, an, you know, just thinking what an amazing save from mm-hmm. Thomas Sorensen. Um, he, he certainly felt like he was, just this unstoppable monster of a keeper. Um, that's not to say that, like, Begovic, who came obviously after, mm. um, wasn't. Pr- I mean, Begovic was probably better, but for. And Begovic is on my bench, by the way. But Sorensen, I don't know, like, he. A lot of, a lot of my 11 is not necessarily based on them like being the all-time best player for Stoke, mm. but it's more about a, the the feeling that they give to a certain era or a certain memory. And like that 2008 to what, 2012, that team, that Pulis team that came up, um, I just, yeah, I think that I, I've got very fond memories. And whilst I don't think Sorensen was with us for, for ages, he certainly uh, left a lasting impression for me. Yeah, I think he was only a... 
first team goalkeeper for possibly two and a half seasons because mm. I think Begovic broke through midway yeah. that Wembley campaign. That's why Sorensen ended up as a cup goalkeeper, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, that's but that's another thing as well, like the whole the cup, the yeah, cup run, the cup, yeah, like the penalties. Yes, and, and no, and no wonder you associate a keeper like Sorensen with those emotions if he kept mm-hmm. us up in the Premier League. He saved yep. penalties for us, yep. and he got us to an FA Cup final. Exactly, yeah. So some of those like really like foundational memories and, and things that will be with you for a very very long time. Mm. He's he's in those memories. There's that photo of him doing a knee slide at memory with Hooth and Shawcross at the back, I think, and that's yes. pretty iconic for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, oh, he was just brill. He was. He really was brill. We've had some really good goalkeepers, and it was a hard, a hard decision uh, because yeah. there, there has been a few that I've really liked. But I think, in, in for a nostalgia pop, he is, um, he's, he's my number one. He's fab. He's yeah, he's fab for me as well. I, I completely don't blame you. Um, okay, I don't know what. So you said you're going four four two, perhaps right back. Yeah. Then? All right. He, okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think this one is probably a unanimous one uh, for a lot of people. Um, it, it's got to be Andy Wilkinson. I thought you were um, going to say Jonathan Woodgate. <laughs> oh, yeah. I wish, <laughs> I wish I'd have done some like silly ones. Although, I've had a few of them. Hang on. Barry Hino up front. And <laughs> I mean, you wait till we get to midfield. Um, Andy, yeah, Andy Wilkinson though, like, I'm sure, I can't really say anything that hasn't been said on this podcast about such a, such a man. But the fact that he he played pretty much his whole career for us. He retired sadly far too early, um, but just a local local lad who who managed to play for us in the Premier League. Like yeah. it's that's that's something that you know you don't get often. Mm. Um, and so again, he but he's also of that era, that era where um, we were coming up in the Premier League and. I mean, I was sad when we when Wilkinson was like phased out of the team. Granted, mm-hmm. he had to he had to retire on his on his injuries in the end, but like that was the only way he could go out. Surely, sure, yeah, exactly. That's the exactly, yeah. He he was fab. <laughs> he was brutal. He was part of that team. You said that that got us promoted and kept us up. And yeah, we we survived because people were bonkers like him. Yeah. Do you ever like one of my, again a lasting memory of Andy Wilkinson, and I don't know who it was who who tackled him. It may have been it was it like against Sunderland or someone daft, but there was there's a there's a video where, and I can remember it. He gets absolutely taken yes. out, and he does like a somersault in the air, and he gets up and <laughs> shakes their hand. <laughs> It's like oh, like because you like when I remember seeing it like of it when a season ticket holder like they plow through him and you are thinking, oh god, he's getting stretched off. Yeah, and he not only does he get straight up rather than you know rolling on the floor, um, and and asking for the ref to to book the guy gets up and <laughs> shakes the hand. I have a feel was it Phil Bardsley who tackled him? You know what? It may well have been. It may well have been. And I'm going to Google it while we're talking. <laughs> it, it was like, it was like, you know, them sci-fi films where like, oh, it's like a Dalek where the soldiers shoot at it and the bullets just yes. like, absorb into the armour. That yeah. was Wilkinson there. That was it. It it was Craig Gardner. It was Craig oh. Gardner's tackle on him. Um, but oh my, yeah, there's, <laughs> he, just, <laughs> he just does a flip. It's ridiculous. It's like when you, it's like, um, I don't know if you've ever played a game where they've got like ragdoll physics and you just like mess yeah, around yeah, with yeah, it. Yeah, throwing yeah, yeah. It's just that he just, no wonder he retired through injuries when he's yeah. like, cause that must've hurt him. That, that must've been must awful. Have, the poor guy. You but know, then of course, when he got up and shook his hand, he just went, you're next pal. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. But then of course it was, I mean, it was lovely to have his testimonial as well. Oh um, yes. Which was a great, a great event. Um, yeah. A lot and just a lot of fun, yeah. <laughs> a game that technically is never finished. No, so. <laughs> no, they never blew the final whistle, did they? It finished no, at exactly. about eighty-eight minutes. Yeah, so we we need to finish that one day. Now, this isn't 
I know that your podcast co-host Dave has asked to be a millionaire soon. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to ask this question for the quiz. I'm going to ask it you now. Do you know? Because I th- I think I do off the top of my head. Do you know who give away the penalty for Wilkinson to score? Was it? Was it not? Was it Phil Bardsley? I don't think it was. I think the person he either won it or give it away. I'm pretty sure he give it away. Oh, okay. I, I'm pretty sure it's Tyrese Campbell. Oh, really? I think so. It, it was one of the two. He was involved <sighs> with the penalty decision for absolute sure. Yeah. Okay, okay. And I remember oh, thinking cause... from that moment on, he's going to be a Stoke legend because he, he's, he's he, yeah, yeah, yeah. offered this moment to another Stoke legend. I, that might have happened. Oh, okay. Was it Phil Bardsley who gave it away? Then? Maybe. Because I remember... Uh, because I seem to remember him like doing play play acting, like as it because it was the most obvious yeah, silly yeah, penalty yeah. that they clearly like prearranged. Yeah. In fact, I can't. Who was in goal at the time? Oh, um, man. Because, because I remember them going up to him, like up to Wilco, and like saying, "Which way are you gonna go?" Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> remember that? Can you imagine if it had missed? Oh god, it would have been so funny. Oh, damn. so funny. They'd have gone take it again. <laughs> <laughs> poor guy poor oh, guy man he was a goal away I think from a 10 out of 10 yes yes as if I mean never scoring a goal though in your career like that's sad man <laughs> oh no sorry apparently he scored on loan at Partick Thistle there you go oh well there you go one goal in a career <laughs> of 250 no 205 appearances <laughs> oh man oh. good lad Good old Andy. Anyway, <laughs> centre backs, please. Do you want them both together? It's up to you. You want to talk about one at a they're time? Because they're, they're from separate eras. You go for one okay. at a time, that's fine. Um, okay, well, I'll go for the more recognisable one first, to you, uh, because everyone's spoken about Ryan Shawcross. Uh, yeah, Ryan, captain, been there forever, was, was there forever. Uh, just a, a, as close to a. What the what we can call a legend of the club, um, mm. yeah. I mean, there's nothing really I can say about him that hasn't already been said. But mm-hmm. again, sorry. I mean, we're filling up a a, a specific era here. <laughs> um, but yeah, Ryan Shawcross, captain, fantastic. Mm-hmm. I always think like if he if the the Ramsey incident hadn't happened, whether he would have spent all that time with us. Because yeah. he's because he was good enough to play for other t- for like for mm. much better teams than us, mm. and I wonder if he had that that bit of a reputation that you know stopped other teams coming in for him that probably wasn't massively deserved because he really was a good he really was a good defender he was he was he was he was too good for us. Gotcha. R- Roma were looking at him in all sorts, and I know Man United yeah. were looking at getting him back at one point and. And I yeah. think I, I genuinely think he could have played for those teams. Mm. Like you can imagine him making that step up to play for a team like. Can you imagine yeah, playing in Italy? God, he, yeah, <laughs> it would have been awesome. Dean Natale wouldn't have stood a chance. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. But no, like, yeah, I, I, I think Shawcross was. At, at a specific time, I think he was like one of if. Yeah, one of the best defenders in the league, mm. without a doubt. He he deserved <laughs> to, to really slag Stoke off. He deserved better than us. But <laughs> the fact that he was with us for so long, just we were lucky to have him. And yeah, he again a, a player who in the latter stages has sadly had a few injuries. But he, I mean, yeah. When I think back to the FA Cup run and the European campaign and all that stuff. He was ever present and he was fantastic. Yeah. Like his 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 arc of success sort of coincided with ours. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Well, and and because of him, I yeah. would, uh, he was he was a factor in why we were so good. Definitely. Like him and uh Hooth at the back, they were I mean Hooth went on to win the Premier League with Leicester, yeah. albeit that was kind of like Mark Hughes getting rid of him to, oh, we don't need you anymore, Robert. Make space for Philip Walshine. <laughs> and, and don't give me... Hey, I love Phil. Yeah. He's brilliant. But yes, like Shawcross and Hooth, you felt confident mm. with them in defence. Yeah. 
Oh, for sure. And he, and he was a good guy as well. I'm sure we'll see him back in some oh, capacity. Oh, I hope so. I hope so. I hope so as well. Anyway. Uh, next to him, uh, not from that era. A different era. Blimey, Chris, uh, steady. Yes. Uh, calm down, man. Uh, I've gone for Sergei Staniuk. Uh, <laughs> I, I had a feeling, you know. Oh, man. Like, it's a weird one because I was... I'm a young teenager at this point. Like... 13 i must say but like there was something like infatuating about this mysterious hulk of a man from belarus which was a country that i didn't really know about <laughs> um but i found it fascinating and like again in the much in the mold of robert hooth it was just like there was almost something very intimidating about him mm-hmm. and the fact that he played for our team was i don't know it was just interesting like yeah he was Again, he wasn't. He didn't play for us for for too long, but he had like two or so solid seasons with us. Where I don't know, it was just like we've got this massive Belarusian lad mm. who's in defence and he's solid. And I, I was just absolutely infatuated by by him for some reason. <laughs> well, I think it's just because he he's another one that that seems in the category of absolutely berserk. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. And as a kid, you sympathise to that. Yeah, you do. I he was a he was a player who, um, certainly like young young Chris on like football manager type thing would look to this after he'd left Stoke. Ah, mm. uh, let's see if we can sign him for <laughs> <laughs> wherever I'm at. I really need to sign him because he's he, he. I mean, he's yeah, absolutely nuts. I wonder how he's doing. I wonder what he's doing. I have no idea, you know. Has anyone tried to interview him? Maybe that's your next job. I don't... I'd like to. I'd like to... Maybe... I was going to say I'd like to fly to Belarus and do it, but I think they're undergoing a little bit of an interesting (laughs) time politically at the moment. Um, I think... I think... um, Have you had Ivan on here? I don't know if you have. I I know of Ivan and I need to get him on here, yeah. Yeah, Uh, Ivan, if you're listening, you're you're imminent. (laughs) I I think Ivan has met him. Though I think Ivan like bumped into him at some point and has had a picture with him because hmm. uh, yeah I mean I don't know how good he, how good his English is to be interviewed on a podcast but I should some I think someone should like fund a trip for us to go to Belarus to find him like, <laughs> we, we could do it as a documentary to go to Belarus yeah could someone could fund it and we could do it like a documentary in yes. search of Staniuk hashtag find Staniuk yeah. That'd be awesome. Where's Sturgai? Sturgai? Sturgai. But man. he's like, I mean, I'm just, I've got his Wikipedia page up now and he's, he had, a, he had quite a long career mm. and he played for a number of clubs. He played for us for two seasons before we, he he was he moved on to, what is this team? <laughs> Shinik Yar, Yaroslav. Oh. I don't know where they're from. They're a Russian team. Bless you. Uh, yeah. I don't even know what division. Oh, they play in the second division and they got relegated last season. Brilliant. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's just. Uh, oh man. Yeah, <laughs> we'll get you in touch with Sir Guy some somehow. Please do. Please Needs do. To happen. Needs yes. to happen. Anyway. Um, <laughs> anyway, left back plays. Left back. Um, easy decision. Uh, Danny Higginbottom. Mm-hmm. Um, he again tied in with those memories FA Cup especially. But also one of the first people to come on the podcast. So all round nice guy. Another mm. one of those players who really, really embodied like that era of of Pulis and Stoke and I don't know, like there are there are a few players who I think are synonymous with their time at Stoke. And whilst he you know, played at Derby and, and all that stuff, I think for me anyway, it's his time with us that he would be remembered for mm. quite fondly. Um, but yeah, and also the fact that he became a, a, an international for Gibraltar was fun. <laughs> He's decided my career is not over 34. yet. <laughs> mm. It's I great. Love it. I, I love, love it. That, yeah. But no, he's, again, synonymous with some, some great, great times. Just his different haircuts. Sort of, <laughs> yes. like, s- signified each period he, he played it for That's us. That's it. Yeah, it was like a different 
different era of, of Danny Higginbottom throughout him playing for us. Like, if you just Google him now, if you let's Google Danny Higginbottom and Stoke. Like, even then, like, the first six pictures, he has, a, like, a different hairstyle yeah, in yeah, yeah. pretty much all of them. <laughs> oh, man. The only thing that makes me cringe about him is he's, he's one of the few players that, no fault of his own, <laughs> but but because of who he is, his name has to arc around his shoulders on his shirt because yeah. it's too long. <laughs> that does my head in. And, it, and when Stoke did the names on the back by letter, that got expensive. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, no, you wouldn't have his name on the back because, no. yeah, that You'd was expensive. Or five. Yes. <laughs> That's it. But he's as well, yeah, he's a, he's a nice, a nice guy and... But yeah, you met him, didn't you? Of course. Yeah. yeah, he was on. He was on the pod. It was. It was awesome. Uh, yeah, nice guy. Really nice guy. But he's a, he's a guy who I think I'm a fan of his punditry mm. because I think he he actually put some effort in. Whereas <laughs> I think no, but you know what I mean. Some people yeah, it feels like they just almost wing it a little bit. Turn like up. I'm doing here, but <laughs> but no, I feel like he at least does a bit of research and knows stuff. I, d- I just wouldn't have seen it coming when he was playing to be a pundit. No, no. I thought no. he was too um, traditional a footballer, but yeah. how wrong I was. Yeah. How wrong I was. Um, anyway, where do you want me to go we... next? Well, where do you want to go next? Um, I don't know. Who's catching your eye? Oh, let's go right wing. Okay. Let's go, uh, and we'll go We'll go that way across. Um, right wing is Jordan Shakiri. Mm-hmm. Like, he's he's just, it was the anniversary of us signing him the other day. And uh-huh. do you remember how exciting it was? It just, when? I, yes, I do. It was just ridiculous. <laughs> Such a, I mean, it's a different era, a different era. But like, and I don't care what people think. He was really good. <laughs> and he, and he wasn't lazy. No, and he, he, he did, he did work for the for the team like there's this awful misconception that he was this oh he didn't really want to play he was just a fancy fancy Dan and he didn't put the work in and that's just not true he certainly had a strop but then Ricardo Fuller had a strop Mark well, exactly. had a strop exactly and you and I think it's an, one of those players who I think in hindsight people can eventually look back at and appreciate the times we had it's like the opposite of a Walters yeah 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 but somehow they all that team because they they kind of just complemented each other that balance that Mark Hughes initially got mm-hmm. where we had a few players like your Nautovic's Shakiris, and then your John Walters who there, there was there was a, a serious work ethic but also some real technical ability and mm-hmm. I like as as badly as it ended for Mark Hughes, I am again. It's another one who, in hindsight, he probably stayed longer than he should have. Mark Hughes, but mm-hmm. they, some like we were a really good team. We really were, and Shakiri was was a part of that. It was a first, it was one of those signings that makes you look and go, "Oh, okay, right, that is a serious signing for Stoke." I remember when we signed him, like getting texts off people who aren't Stoke fans going. Oh my what god! You you si- you, you've signed him. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, what? Yeah. That's crazy. Like you know, and I think we I got that when Crouchy signed for us. Um, but then that was kind of a oh yeah, Crouchy, but he's getting on a little bit. In here. I understand why he's moved to Stoke. Mm. Whereas Shakiri was a player who, for all intents and purposes, was still on the up. I know yeah. he'd been at Bayern and at Inter, but he was a player who. As he, I mean, he's went on to play for Liverpool. He's he's a very very good player, and and yeah, like he was a shark and a goldfish ball. Yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But God, he was God. It was fun to have him on the team. Just, Just nutmegging people. And <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> no yeah. reason. He he. It's rare that you get those players where when they get the ball you feel a sense of anticipation because you don't know what's going to happen next. Like to have one of those, those type of players in your team is, is awesome. And the fact was at a period of time, we had like 
three of those players in the team. Mm. It was, but Shakiri, I think when Boyan came to us, that was like a, oh, wow. Okay. That's a really good signing, but you could even make the argument that he'd, he'd flopped at a lot of his yeah, other clubs. Yeah, yeah. But when we signed Shakiri, that was really like, it was a signal of intent, I think for me. And it opened up a world of possibilities of what, um, oh, what, what can happen with us as a Stoke? And there's still that kind of sense of, ah, oh, what could have been. Mm-hmm. But yeah, if if my back line was majorly representing of a, of a Pulis era, Shakiri uh, represents to me uh, the, 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 the next part, the bit that was, I don't know, awesome in its own right. Yeah, surreal. I mean, you talk about him signing. I think I've told a story on the pod before about my Wigan supporting flatmate and him taking the piss out of us <laughs> for not signing him in January. And then yeah. <laughs> we went and signed him in the summer. Um, but I don't know if I've said on the pod about, I'm pretty sure I, I, I've got no certain idea of why this happened, but I'm, the only conclusion I can draw to is that I got so excited about Jordan Shakiri signing and I must have just atted him like crazy that he blocked me on Twitter. And I'm gutted yeah. with that. Absolutely gutted with that. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. Oh, man. That is funny, though. That's that the only funny. reason why I can think, because I just looked at his profile one day and I was blocked. I thought, mate, I've got 40 followers. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, come on, mate. Oh, bless him. Allow me. Anyway. Yes. Anyway. Um, do you we want- move. We'll, we'll move uh, to, to next to Shakiri, uh, Stephen and Zonzi, mm-hmm. because like literally the best best midfielder I have ever seen at Stoke. Mm-hmm. Literally, like I, I, Shakiri, I picked on talent. Some I've picked on nostalgia, but like and Zonzi for me is as close to world class player who's played for this club in my lifetime as as I've as I've ever seen. He like he was. To, to use a cliche, he is a Rolls Royce of a midfield mm-hmm. player. Like he is, oh man, I just, I love him. I loved him so much. Just, again, another player who, for different reasons, you just didn't know what was going to happen Yeah. When, when he got the ball. Not because he was particularly like... Um, going forward with it and, and, and aggressive. In fact, that was one of them for the people around me in the seat where I had my season ticket. Their big complaint was, all he does is pass it side to side. <laughs> but he didn't. It was what he... He was so good at creating and retaining possession. And I do think that him and Glenn Whelan was a really decent partnership. They seemed to complement each other. Glenn Whelan doing some of the some of the harder work. Um, and Nzonzi, not that he didn't put a shift in, by no means was he lazy. Mm. But... And Zonzi was certainly had a better range of passing, but oh god, like again, another player where what could have been if we hadn't have sold him for pittance? Oh, that's what because... annoyed me the most. We I, was he in the last year of his contract. Why did we sell him for pittance? Um, because we were mugs, don't I think. No, <laughs> I think we must like we sold him to Sevilla, didn't we? And we yeah. sold him for. Seven million pounds. My God. Yeah, like we signed him for three. Profit. But I, I mean, it is a profit. But God, like, imagining just a few years later, how? Uh, oh. Let's be. I mean, he was worth more then. He was certainly worth more then. But <sighs> to be fair, it's just was it two years later we signed Alan for thirteen million quid? <laughs> yes. I mean, or was it? Yeah. Yeah, because who was in midfield the season after? Oh, was it the season after where they replaced him with Marco Van Hinkle on loan? Yeah, partially. We also partially. replaced him with Tom's favourite player. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we also replaced him with E.B. Afalai, who I actually liked, oh, in fairness. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So we had, a, we, we had a weird mixed bag in midfield. Glenn Wheeler's we around, obviously. Obviously. Again, it's one of those team... Yeah, yeah. A player who you, I wish we could have held on to, and I'm mad because because him and Shakira didn't overlap, did they? If we'd have held on to him for a month, I was going to say if we could have held on to him for just a month, I reckon he'd have stayed. 
I yeah, I think he would as well because I think you're right. I think he was in like the last year of his contract, mm. and we just cashed in. Yeah, because that was really okay. stupid. It's uh, yeah, but he'd have definitely signed a new contract that year. Oh, he was I so know we good. weren't world beaters, but no, but we but we, we were building be. something, right? <laughs> yeah, we were building something. Oh, he's so. How old is Stephen and Zanzi now? God, he's thirty-two. He's not even that bad. I get him back. He's not. He's he, playing he's, for now, Renz or something. Yeah, he's on. Apparently, he. Oh no, I don't even know. He was on loan with them wow. in January, but like, is he still with Roma then? Must be with Roma. He was just really good, just really, really good. And then, of course, he scored that really wonderful goal in the five. No, in the six-one against oh. Liverpool. It was the fifth goal. Like that was his last. That was his parting gift to us, wasn't it? <sighs> Actually, no. His parting gift to us was he was in all the promo shots for next season's kit. <laughs> <laughs> and then we sold. He did a proper was, yeah, and then he went, that season. <laughs> yeah, he's on my. He's on my mug because I've got my Stoke mug again. He's he's on it. Yes. He's on it, yeah. Ne- un- just on top of Kenwin Jones. Pardon? Just on top. <laughs> and, and as I, I don't know if I meant, did, did we speak about the mug on air or was that off air? No, because I, he's, no we definitely, I'm, I'm sure we spoke about the mug on air. Oh, Maybe he, we did he, not. Well, he's just next to Michael Kiteley. <laughs> so there you go, another legend who, who, who unfortunately didn't get in my team. <laughs> Tell you who did get in my team though. Partnering Stephen and Steve Partnering Stephen and Zonzi in midfield. Go on. Uh, Dave Brammer. <laughs> Can you guess the reason why? No, I want you to do it. Because <sighs> he was just such a technically gifted player. Like, no, literally, yeah. Like, having a player with the same name as you at your club it has led to, to so many so many yeah and, but do you know how good it was to like tell people oh no no that's my uncle <laughs> like for for a while to, Tom Brammer who is on Twitter we are we are not related mm. but for a while we pretended we were on Twitter and we pretended that Dave was our uncle oh. <laughs> there's no reason no, literally no reason because god forbid I mean I know he played a lot for us and I had a soft spot for him but I mean, compared to his Rolls Royce of a partner in midfield, Stephen and Zonzi, it's night and day. But it's not I, the point. Oh god, he's so it's not the point. It's not the point. He he's just brill. He was. It, I mean, yeah, bless him, Dave Brammer. Uh, not again. That is one for a, for a nostalgia pop for me. Um, but as well, and this is this is daft. So forgive me. He is the reason for a long while. Why on FIFA my created player could actually have yes. Brammer as a commentary I was name? I say that. I knew that was coming. Yeah, oh, they man. stopped it. No, you, the closest you can get now is Bramwell, and that's not my name. Oh man! <laughs> but yeah, yeah. So I can make a player and Brammer. Ah, oh, that is actually me. But it, it's all thanks to Uncle Dave. <laughs> I've I've been there, done that because I've had Roland and Rolling. Yeah, but. No. There's some great pictures. I've just googled images of him. There's some great pictures of him. You know what? I'm 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 looking at the votes that we've had on the last he's 47 not, podcast. He's, I bet no, he doesn't appear once. No, he doesn't. Of course he doesn't. <laughs> of course he doesn't. I was going to call you Dave then. You're Chris. Um, I'm Chris. <laughs> I'm just looking down the names. Who hasn't been named? Well, surely all the others have. I don't know, man. Let's run down quick. Stephen and Zanzi, Bojan, Glenn Weenham, Roy Delap, Alan Hudson, Graham Kavanagh, uh, Charlie Adam, um, James O'Connor, Joe Allen, Jean Elian Bula, E.B. Affalai, Brynjord <laughs> Gunnarsson, Nick Powell, Dean Whitehead. There's some good players missing there. I don't know who. So, Sorensen, Wilco, Staniuk, Shawcross, Higginbottom, Shakiri, and Zanzi Brammer. I mean, I think it's just Dave who's the fir- the first nomination for him. Sore thumb. <laughs> exactly. Good lad. I'm taking that. I love that. I'm, I'm not. I'm, I'm not even arguing. This isn't a team of best players, as you rightfully said. That was never the intention of of this. Whatever the yeah, hell this no, is. Exactly. Ongoing. It's my favorite. There <laughs> exactly you go. right. It's for personal reasons, and I'm writing that down and I'm underlining it as well. Right. We will move swiftly on then. Left wing. <laughs> uh, uh, okay, I mean, this definitely has been mentioned before. Uh, left wing is Matty Etherington. Nice. Um, again, 
not necessarily for a nostalgia pop, this one, even though he was of that team, which I'm very nostalgic for. But another player who I think was seriously underrated for his time at us, much like Shawcross, mm. I think when we have that reputation of being a little bit, what was the word? They just, how did they describe us? The Battersea dog home of players. Yeah. Taking in players who needed a bit of tender loving care and, and bringing them together. I mean, Etherington says that like Pulis saved him mm. and he was really, I think in kind, he repaid that by being just absolutely brilliant. He was another player who, whilst, you know, he wasn't the flair player like Shakiri, he was, he was a direct winger, but he, he was one of those players who I always felt when he got the ball, right, we're going to be able to get this in the box here. Mm-hmm. Um, he, it's, he's just, yeah, he was a player who I just loved. Um, again, fond memories, fond memories with him. A player who probably deserved an England call-up, but didn't get it. Uh, probably deserved to go to a bigger club, mm-hmm. like, than us, but again, didn't get it. yeah. Pulis made some absolutely cracking signings. Yeah. Uh, some of them were some of them were pretty horrible. But <laughs> we right. mentioned a few of them. <laughs> but um but Etherington was again like how, how much did we get him for? Because it can't have been much. I mean I know oh, back pittance. I know back then like things transfers were not the were not as expensive as they as they now Ah, but how much did we? Two million pounds. And like, even if you inflate that now to what, like 10? Yeah. That's still, I think, a bargain for a player of his quality and what he brought to us. Oh, he he, he saved us, I think. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. No, we... we, saved us. Yeah. He was was that... He was... Because, yeah, we signed him in the the January, didn't we? And he brought that absolute new impetus to the team that just it was <laughs> it was like a new signing it was a new signing <laughs> but, it, 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 it completely, but he, he completely changed how i know he, he didn't change how the team played but like he just brought something new to us it, we just upgraded massively yes. what we had it, yes it, it, gotcha. it was night and day because we yeah, were so definitely. reliant on a rory de lap throw in before Eddington yeah. came and then all of a sudden this bit of quality on the ball came in and I don't know, like I know that's possibly doing a bit of a disservice to the players that we did have but Etherington you're right was a step above that uh, yeah <laughs> what else what else can you say he a player who just yeah was was just so good for us only to be replaced by the legend that is Michael Kitely. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh man! Again, but you, I think when you look at it, like he didn't, he didn't have that. Um, no, no, he had five. I'm looking at his stats now. He had five mm. seasons with us where he was like first choice, mm-hmm. and then his last season he was it was a diminished role. But in his last season, I mean, he retired after his last season with us. Yeah, um, and he was another player who was plagued with little bits of injuries but god he was so so good i'd have loved to have seen him as a number 10 i don't know Do why think? but yeah i don't know he he just had without being too much of a flair player i'd have liked to have seen him in in those latter stages not not like when he was in his peak obviously he was fabulous then but just in that time where he's getting a bit older i'd have just gone you know what He'd have been great to have brought on and put him in front of the goal for me. But I mean, he was because he was a he, he did have a, a good like he was decent at finishing. He scored some yeah. cracking goals for us. Yeah, really did. Oh man, I know he, I know he's a natural winger, but I think that's just a fantasy of mine because I just wanted to see for play longer. <laughs> that's all. <laughs> it's a shame when he went. I was genuinely so gutted when he. I get. Left. I think one of the things that with the with Pulis signings was he never signed young players did he he never signed like the player for no who was gonna get how better. old would have etherington been it would have been about 27 surely well, at the time tw- so 2000 and we signed him in 2009 so yeah yeah he was born in 81 so that's yeah 27 yeah, 20, 28 yeah so he was in his peak really i, I know it was yeah oh no we, we signed players then but that's it but then i guess that he he was 
getting on a bit towards the end of his his career with us. But if we signed him in two thousand nine, he was a bloody quick thirty year old. <laughs> oh god, yeah, no, but that's it. Like he never, at least from my memory, I don't remember him losing too much of that pace. No, he, it, was, it was just his um, his fitness. I in terms yeah, of like yeah. in in terms of just being able to play a football game in the end. Yeah, that's it. That's it. But he was he was good. Very good. Very good. Classic winger. Brilliant signing. Perfect <laughs> signing it. for him and for us, I think. Yes, definitely. Up front then, Ben. Yes. Not really a front two designed to score goals. <laughs> what, with Stoke? Imagine that. Well, no, one is. One is, but the one who isn't, um, who's definitely been mentioned before, uh, Mamadi Sidibe. Mm-hmm. Like, just all-round lovely human being who the goal scoring wasn't his what he brought to the team no but he brought something he that that determination of the Pulis era um can be summed up by him and his strike partner who I'm going to talk about in a second but like yeah all-round nice guy i icon of an era and just and one of those players who, um, when you think of Stoke, and if if you ask people, oh, how does Stoke City play? You think of that certain era, and you think he is one of those players. Mm-hmm. Just, yeah. He was I a love- cat amongst the pigeons. <laughs> he was. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. And he owns a patisserie. Yes. So, oh, my God. Yeah. I don't think I've yeah. ever been to that patisserie, you know. No. I no. feel sad that I haven't. Maybe that's my next start. I'm going to go back. He's, but again, he, he, just a player who, yeah, he's he's just nice, just a nice guy. Yeah, by all I mean, accounts, I'm looking yeah. at his goal goal scoring record wasn't incredible. <laughs> but it's pitiful, isn't it? Yeah, he scored 24 goals in 168 appearances, but that wasn't why he was good. It was, yeah, it was the. It's weird to say being a good striker without being a good goal scorer, but it was the. He created space yeah, for yeah, other yeah. people. He he is what some people wanted Sam Vokes to be. <laughs> yeah, well, he, yeah. <laughs> yes. He, he but he but he was he he just he was he was a physical player who was able to just let Fuller let Fuller shine mm-hmm. essentially. Um, yeah, God, God love him. God Didn't love he do him. one Achilles one season and then his other yes. the next? Yes, that's. I think that is correct. That's just unfair for someone that was, as you said, such a just a nice bloke as well as a yeah. a, a, a selfless and useful footballer. To have that done to you is just so unfortunate. Yeah, it's it's yeah, really sad. And again, it's another one of those players who you feel, ah, uh, I, I, I guess in looking back or what could have been if he hadn't have done that. Um, not because I think he would have gone on to be... I think we were the top level that he was oh, as a player. sure, but he deserved to have a longer career. Yes, yes, definitely, definitely. We'd have certainly replaced him, I think, by the time, you know, Wembley came around. But by God, yeah, he, he deserved to have a longer career than I assume he did. Or, or a, uh, a higher level of a longer career than he did mm. anyway yeah yeah definitely definitely but hey what could have been hey what, what could have been? been um i i know who's coming now <laughs> I do think it, everybody's now surely based on who you've well no 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 you're think i know you're thinking rick well but just, i've not gone rick what, you haven't so you've no. just completely thrown me off what you've just been yeah. saying and no no if, i've gone i've gone for a work i've gone for a workhorse front line Okay. Oh, okay. Rick, Rick is. If you want to know my bench, I'll tell you my bench now. Mm-hmm. I've got Begovic, Huth, Whelan, Anatovic, and Fuller. That's my bench. And not because I don't love Rick. I think Rick is fantastic. But I think everyone on this podcast says Ricardo Fuller because True. he is. I mean, he's he's brill. And we spoke in part one about just the how awesome he is. At it was lovely to meet him etc but but i wanted to give some love to my number one choice um who is john walters yeah like i I, it's gotta be it's gotta be john because he 
more than anyone else to me embodied a certain period of Stoke City. But what impresses me about John Walters is he was Tony Pulis's son. He was t- like, but <laughs> go he, on, he, John, go on, exactly. He was like, he was Tony Pulis's man, and so you would be forgiven for thinking when Mark Hughes came in that uh, the the timing of players like John Walters mm. is is mm. is gone. But John Walters, I wouldn't say he reinvented himself, but he just proved that as a team we needed him. Mm-hmm. There was a period where he was under Mark Hughes, where he was our go-to striker with like Bojan behind him, and it was a beautiful oh, partnership. Yeah, and like he he yeah, I think the reason I yeah the reason I've gone for him is because he transitioned to of my like old my favorite periods the premier in the well the premier league he transit he transitions our whole premier league periods mm-hmm. from the, the pulis era and the hughes era and he managed to be relevant throughout it all mm-hmm. and yeah he had times where he had bad times but i think it was his ability to be such a like strong and determined player on the pitch but also there was there was no like no ego with John Walters there was no no, never like he he could laugh at himself and and did and he was he, he just came across as being a decent bloke who really tried hard at football and Scott again he scored some cracking goals for us like mm-hmm. the number of times I go back to look at the um, the one from the semi-final where he like runs half the pitch, cuts in, and just like he's such a good, such a good player. Mm-hmm. Not not because he was a skilled and and fancy fancy lad, but he you could rely on John Walters. You could rely on him at striker. You could rely on John Walters out on the right wing. And God, did he play on the right for ages? Oh my God! Yes. And he wasn't a winger. Uh, but he was certainly better than but Ryan. But he tried Shotton. his best. Yes, and he was better than Ryan Shotton on the wing. He was um, indeed. <laughs> but he, uh, you just, I think now, I would love a player like John Walters, one of those players who you will, you will get goal scoring wasn't what he was um, amazing at. Like you didn't get, he scored a fair few. Don't get me wrong, he scored when it counted. He would he scored a lot. But he he wasn't like out and out poacher, but he brought other things to the team. He was a well rounded player, mm-hmm. um, a player who. No, I'm going to say it again. I think he probably deserved a little bit better than us at times. Um, mm. But a signing, an underrated signing, like to say we we signed him from we signed him from the championship, didn't we? We like signed Ipswich. him from Ipswich. I think yeah. he was their captain as well. He was, and we signed him. Oh my god, two point seven five mil! Like it's a bargain. It really yeah. is a bargain. Yeah, and yeah, he's just a player. A player who I, I think I miss because you could rely on him to do a, a good job. When we went down, I wanted to, just to genuinely sign him back. Yes, yeah, because I think he actually would have. Uh, I mean, I don't know how. Or in what physical condition he was in, but he <laughs> he he would have done a job for us. I have no doubt he'd have ran through a brick wall, regardless of how many legs he had. <laughs> yeah. Oh, probably, probably. He yeah. He's he would. I mean, he would run. Even if he couldn't run, he would try. That was his determination, wasn't it? Mm. And I'm oh, sure man. he came back to Stoke in some capacity in the academy. I don't know if he's still there, but let's uh, let me find out what he's doing <laughs> doing nowadays, shall I? Uh, he announced his football. No, because I, I actually I don't know because the last we he was running for was it like the oh, what's the thing he was he was trying to be like players association yes, or something he was wasn't he PFA president P- or yeah. something wasn't he I don't know what he does now he was at the game the other day though was yes. uh, he was at the Reading game so yes he was oh man and of course he's had a really really good international career for Ireland yeah, yeah. Like, and they love him and they do they do he's yeah God love him God love John Walters I think he doesn't even get the credit of being hated by other teams people don't even recognise him when actually no. he was yeah he was bloody good for us yeah he really was he really was 
and and has scored some very crucial goals often against Liverpool. <laughs> yeah, which was a bonus for him as in, well, former Everton fan. I think he classes himself as a Stoke fan these days. Yeah, but yeah. Bless him. Oh, he's someone I'd like to talk to on a podcast. Uh, oh, he's just, not done just a Stoke general. podcast, has he? Or has he? No, I don't no. know. I know he's done some media work, but... yeah. There's time there, John, surely. Some- should, we, should we tweet him now? Say, hi, John. No, let's not. I don't want to bother him. I don't want to bother him tonight. Oh, man. Well, <laughs> John Walters made it. A quick point on Fuller, though. I don't think he would have been on your bench. I think he would have walked off. Oh, probably. <laughs> probably. Would have, would, have slapped, would have slapped it out of it because the two of them would not have got along. No, they would not. They'd have been like... You couldn't have them two in a team together, could you? No, they would have been <laughs> awful. Oh my god! Um, oh god! Can yeah, you, no. Could you imagine if one of them missed? They'd be <sighs> apocalyptically angry with each other. They really would. I mean, on on and out of it, like a player who I can now look back with and not be as angry about his movies. Yes, <laughs> like and and think of all the really really good stuff and how lucky we were to to have him. I I. I wish we'd have, I don't know, done more. Sack Marcus and Captain Atovich and stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because, like, he's just, I mean, he's nuts. He's absolutely nuts. And I know that he always says, oh, yeah, I've mellowed out. I'm I'm, I'm a father now. I'm, I'm chilled. It's like, if this is you as you're chilled, how on earth were you when you were at, like, Werder Bremen, mate? Because oh, yeah. you're, but, he, yeah. Arnie, ah. No. Uh, he, I had his name on a shirt. Did you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. On the first season we signed him, I was like, ah, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna have, I'm gonna have an out of it because I was that confident. Insane. Yeah, he's insane, and I was that like confident he was gonna do, gonna do good for us, and he did. Like, yeah, he 125 did. appearances for us. Wow, we're his, we're the club he's appeared for the most. Wow, how about that? Screw you, West Ham. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, right. That is your team. Apart mm. from Dave Brammer, I think... <laughs> <laughs> no. no. <laughs> Apart from Dave Brammer and Sergei Stanyuk, it's certainly a Premier League team. Right. And I think that's fair, considering mm. when you seem to have got into football and Stoke for definite anyway. Yeah. So unsurprising and as I've said a lot of those players are in the files 11 anyway and that will only just reaffirm their positions uh, <laughs> so they'll be happy with that but um, a vote for Dave a vote for Dave a vote for Dave Dave will be chuffed he will you should tweet Dave might is he, is he on Twitter I have no I idea that's something I, I thought Dave you'd Bram know Dave Brammer's on Chris. Twitter <laughs> let me have a look I doubt it it's gotta happen now no he's not he's not on Twitter bless of course him. he isn't bless him well, <laughs> someone tell him. <laughs> someone will know him. And with that, that brings the B-side of File 48 to a close. Now, as I said at the start, we spent a good hour talking about Chris's Files FC. And I make no apology for that. As I say, I really enjoyed my chat with Chris. And like I say, hopefully you did too. And that's why I've broken the rest of what me and Chris were talking about, which is more about, you know, podcasting and the Stoke media community, I guess, and what we'd like to see from Stoke going forward too. All of that's coming in the Seaside, which will be released, I promise this time, a few days after this B-side going live. So make sure you keep an eye on your podcast feeds for that. And of course, just a reminder that this show really does rely on people like you to take part. You can head to the yyyfiles.com and click get involved to find out more. You can send a message to at the yyyfiles on social media or an email to the yyyfiles at mail.com if you've got any questions for me at all. And that does leave me to say thank you very much for listening and until the next one. But don't forget, it could be your file one day. Vizinita Fortiora.
Answer my 